You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 35. What is your social conditioning? Let's go. from the six. This is a podcast that is intended to help you grow, that is intended to motivate you, to inspire you, to have you stand up in your circumstance and want to change everything around you for the better, to have you want to live in your purpose. I am Jeff Martin of jeffadmartin.com. What's going on, everybody? I hope everybody's doing well. I hope you are striving for greatness in 2018. I hope you are living the life that you want to live or at the very least aiming, moving, pushing forward to get to that life that you want to live for yourself. Again, I hope everyone is doing well. I want to thank you. If you can hear my voice right now, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for allowing me to bless your ears, to bless your cars, to bless your headphones while you are listening to me, while driving to work, while working out on that treadmill. Thank you for allowing me just to be in your ears. For all of you who have click play, for all of you who have downloaded, for all of you who have subscribed, for all of you who have left a review. Again, I want to thank all of you for doing that. And I'm hoping that I can continue to add just a little bit of zest, a little bit of, of powder, of, 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 of you know stability in your life, right? Something that's going to improve your life and just have you think in your circumstances and just want to make you become the best person you can. So thank you so much. So I had a real busy weekend. I had an opportunity to look into some investing. I took an investing course and I'm excited that I had a chance to do that because that is something I really want to improve in my life because I believe that if you can improve certain things in your life, you're going to improve the other things, the other circumstances in your life. So for me, if I can improve my finances, if I can teach myself uh, the fundamentals of investing and use that to improve the financial area within my life, that means automatically I improve the financial area within my wife and my children's life. That means if I can work on it enough, I can improve the financial areas in other people's lives around me, families, friends, loved ones, Uh, strangers who need a little help. And so, yes, I am pushing forward. 2018 is all about pushing forward and just becoming the person that you always wanted to become. So I hope you're doing the same as well in terms of pushing forward and just working at whatever it is for you that's going to help you to become whoever it is you want to become. For me, I want to become financial or financially free so I can get out of debt with these credit cards or whatever it is um, that's going on and I can just continue to try to help people in more ways than just, you know, praying for them or, you know, congratulating them on the back or, or in more ways than just praying for them or, you know, giving them a, a, a pat on the back and saying, congratulations. I want to be able to do more on the financial, uh, in the financial area. So yes, I took a course. It was fantastic. And again, I just encourage all of you, whatever it is for you that you want to improve on, you go out there and you get it. You take action. So today I want to talk to you about social conditioning. All of us, whether you want to believe it or not, 
All of us have been social conditioned. And what I mean by that is there are other things that are going on around you. There are, um, you know, um, whether it be the TV shows you watch, whether it be the music you listen to, whether it be the thoughts of your family, whether it be the thoughts of your society, of your of your community, of the world. There are things that have been that have been taught to you. Um, to have you think a certain way, to have you believe certain things. So because of these conditionings, these social conditionings, regardless of where it's come from, it's caused you to believe that you can't achieve at certain things, or it's caused you to believe that you definitely can achieve at certain things. But some of these social conditionings that have been put on you are inaccurate. Some of them are, you know, they're put in place, I believe, to purposely hold you down, to purposely keep you in the the standing or the sitting position that you're in, because I believe that there's certain people, there's certain groups that don't want to see you move. They don't want to see you do well. They want to keep all that for themselves. So today I want to talk to you about social conditioning and, you know, the fact that we can break through it. I want to tell you a story real quick. If you look at the insect, the flea, so a flea that you find on cats and on dogs, if you look at the flea, a flea can jump extremely high. If you take a bunch of fleas, if you take a colony of fleas and you put them in a glass bottle, those fleas, each and every one of them, one by one, are going to eventually jump out of that bottle because they can jump higher than that glass bottle. Now, if you take that colony of fleas and you put them back in that glass bottle, and then you take a lid and you put that lid on top of that glass bottle, what's going to happen is that those fleas, one by one, are going to hit their head on the top of that lid. But as time goes on, those fleas are gonna say to themselves, I don't like the feeling of me hitting my head on this lid. So one by one, each and every one of those fleas is going to limit their jumping meaning that they're going to jump just only as high to the point where they don't hit their head on that lid. Now, once you take off the lid off that glass bottle, congratulations, you now have pet fleas because not one of those fleas will ever jump out of the bottle. They've conditioned themselves to believe that they cannot escape the bottle. At one point, they couldn't because the lid was on, but now the the lid is off and they still believe that they cannot jump out of the bottle. Now, this is the thing. When those fleas start to reproduce and they have a baby flea, that baby flea is going to look at mom and dad and say, yo, mom, yo, dad, show me how to jump. And mom and dad is going to be like, yo, this is the way you do it. And those moms, the moms and dads are going to jump only as high as where the lid used to be. And the baby's going to say, all right, bet, here we go. And the baby is going to do the same thing. That baby is going to grow up and only jump as high as where the lid used to be. Now, this is the kicker. As those babies start to reproduce and generation three, four, five come along, generation 10 comes along. Generation 10 has never met generation one because generation one is dead and gone. Generation one is the only generation to have experienced what it felt like to hit their head on the lid. But guess what? Generation 10, who again has never met generation one, will never jump higher than where the lid used to be. Why? Because there's been generationals, generation after generation of social conditioning. 
those fleas from then on, from generation one to the rest of the time that those fleas are in the bottle, generations later, not one of them will ever attempt to jump out that bottle because generation 10 learned from generation nine, generation nine learned from generation eight, and so on down to generation one. Again, generation one is the only one that has ever experienced hitting their head at the top of that bottle on that lid. But all the other generations afterwards continue to do the same thing because of their conditioning. Now, I ask you, how many of you can realize that you have conditioning that has been placed on you? You see, I really believe that all it takes is for somebody to come along and knock over that glass bottle. If someone comes and knocks over that glass bottle, those fleas, that generation 10 fleas that are in that glass bottle will realize that there's more to their world than what's in the walls of that glass. They'll realize that, you know what, we can actually jump higher than the generation before us. We can actually do more. I can go live over here. You can go live over there. All because we are no longer in this glass bottle. Somebody has come along and changed their thinking. Someone has come, ar- come along and interrupted the chain of their thinking. Some of you need somebody to interrupt your chain of thinking. Some of you need someone to come along and to knock over your glass bottle. Let me be that person. Let me be the one to knock over your glass bottle and to tell you that the things that you've been told as a child, the things that you've been told as a teen, the things that you've been told as an adult that really aren't true, aren't true. You can actually achieve. You can actually do the things that you really want to do inside regardless of your gender. Regardless of your skin color, regardless of the religion that you practice, there are a ton of things that you are able to do regardless of the fact that people have told you that you cannot achieve. If you need someone to give you permission, you don't need permission. You don't need someone to tell you, yes, it's okay to go out there and be great. But if you are looking for someone to give you permission, if you need that person to come along and say, yes, it's okay to be great, then I will be that person for you. I am here to tell you, if you need it, I am here to tell you that you can be as great as you can. You can achieve all those dreams that you wanted to achieve. At the very least, even if you don't get to the point where you end up in that last goal of achieving that dream, I'm telling you right now, you can go after it. You are able to push towards it. Sometimes your dream looks like A and it turns out to be B, but you realize at the end that B is a lot better than A. So what I'm saying to you is get on that path. Start going towards a thing that you want to achieve. I am here to give you permission if you need the permission. I am here to knock over your glass bottle. So what I'm talking about today is your social conditioning. The things that have been said to you, that have been put on you, that you have learned through family, that you've learned through friends, that you've learned through your music, through social media, that you've learned through regular media. There are a number of things that have told you that you can't do certain things, but you have to know that you can. See, I could tell you, see, the reason why I started off this podcast in telling you about the um, the invest, investing uh, course that I went on, because I have been conditioned. One of the conditions that I can tell you about that I am aware of is the fact that my parents both come from the island of Jamaica. And my parents not only don't just come from the island, but they come from the country portion of Jamaica. So when my parents grew up, there was no, there was no electricity. 
There was no running water. If they wanted to drink water or if they wanted to bathe, it all came from the river or rainwater. My parents, if they wanted to eat, it was either picked off the trees around the land or it was grown and raised in the backyard. There was no local Walmarts. There was no local McDonald's just to go and just pick up a, a combo, right? A Big Mac combo. There was none of that. If you wanted to eat, it came off the land. It was raised in the back, whether it be, you know, a goat or a, a cow or whatever. It was raised or it came from your neighbor. But there was no local grocery store just to go and walk to. So that's what my parents came from. When my parents came from Jamaica and finally came to Canada, there's a lot of things that they brought with them. They brought their new understanding and wanted to learn this new country. They, they learned how to eventually buy a house and establish themselves. But one thing they did bring them with them was their social conditioning of poverty. Because my parents have come from poverty being where they, or living where they were living. So my parents grew up with a poverty mindset. They had that for the majority of their life while in Jamaica. And so when they came to Canada and ta-da, I was born, what do you think was passed on to me? A poverty mindset. And it happens to a number of people who come from, um, you know, whether they, the, the family has migrated to another country or just depending on your background. It happens to many of us, if not most of us. You come from uh, or you have some type of thinking because of what your parents, your grandparents, your great grandparents went through and that gets passed down to you. So for me personally, I know that I was brought up with a poverty mindset. It is my job. It is my duty to change my own thinking. I got two boys at home. If I am going to change their thinking and be able to mold them to, to understand that they are able to create, that they are able to do so much more than what the world tells them they're able to do as two black boys, then I have to change my own thinking. So that is why it's important for me to go out and do these courses and learn things about invest, investing. Because if I can change my thinking about finances, then I can show them the way that they need to go about changing their way of finances. And I can give them a life of abundance, not because I'm able to earn more money, but be able, but, but because, excuse me, but because I'm able to pass on the education that I've learned to them. And they can pass on that education to their children. And they pass it on to their children. So just like those fleas, if I can change my financial mindset, 10 generations from now will have a different mindset. 10 generations from now of Martins. I can't even fathom what that looks like. But 10 generations from now will have a different mindset all because I started today. I changed my thinking today. So it's important for you to recognize and understand, like I'm talking about to the deepest, to the deepest of levels within you to understand what your conditioning is. If you can understand your conditioning, you can break it. Now, you got to understand from when we were like six or seven years old, most of our belief uh, patterns are in place. So prior to being six years old, from zero to one or from zero to five, you start to learn things from your family, learn things from the people around you. You start to watch TV at that young age and you start to pick up on certain things. And by the time you get to the age of six, maybe seven years old, a lot of your belief system is already in place. So your conditioning has already been put in place oftentimes at that age.
So what I'm saying is when you're grown now, because if you're listening to this podcast, there's a good chance you're above 20, you're above 30, maybe you're in your 40s. If you're listen, listening to this, you have to understand that you are changing decades and decades of conditioning from when you were six years old. So however old you are now, do the math. But I'm telling you, you have conditioning that goes back to that young. So you have to change so many years, like consciously make the effort to change uh, your conditioning after so many years. It's not an easy thing to do, but you have to know it's the right thing to do. If you want to change things for yourself, if you want to better who you are, if you want to improve the lives of your children, then you have to consciously know on the deepest of levels, consciously know in yourself what your conditioning is. And then make that conscious effort to change things, to change the way you see life, to change the way you go about your business, to change the way you raise your children, to change the way you treat others. It all starts with looking at yourself. Now, here's a few things that you can do to help yourself so you can change your conditioning of yourself. First and foremost, we need to stop. We need to quit totally mainstream media. And this is what I mean. I'm not telling you just to stop watching TV totally. I'm not telling you to stop watching the news totally. But what I'm saying to you is maybe take a break from it for a while, a month, a week, you know, or just, you know, if you don't want to do that, but just be conscious in what is being delivered to you through the media. See, at one point, the news was considered to be unbiased. The news was was considered to be giving you information that was just factual. But now when you watch something like CNN, CNN, they say, is uh, on the political realm. It's more uh, Democrat. Right. When you watch something like Fox News, Fox is more Republican. So how can a news give you a news story that is factual when one side uh, is is biased to one portion of politics within the U.S. and the other side is biased to the other side of, of politics? How can they be biased? So or, or how can they be unbiased? So now when you're watching the regular news, so to speak, and you're watching Fox and Fox is showing you, um, you know, a fire in your local neighborhood or a robbery that's happened, things like that. You got to understand that that's going to be biased as well, because on the bigger scheme. You have to know that they are looking at things from a Republican side. The same thing with CNN, when CNN is showing you certain things and you know that they are Democrats or the way they they go about their news, they are Democrats, then you have to know that, again, when you watch the regular news, so to speak, that house fire, that robbery, things like that, you know, you have to know that they're going to show you things from a certain direction as well. So what I'm saying to you is that you have to watch out for mainstream media. See, statistics show, I've done a study on this some time ago, but statistics show that the news, oftentimes when they open up, they open up with a tragic story. Obviously, we know that. But oftentimes, it's a black person who is the main subject of that story. Or uh, going forward, you see in movies, you see oftentimes the person working at the cashier at the variety store is East Indian. Or the person who's getting the high marks in school is the Asian child, the Asian student. These are, again, all stereotypes that are incorrect. 
These are stereotypes that don't reflect who we truly are, but because every time you sit in front of the TV and you see these things, you start to believe that they are really true. If you sit down and you watch the news every single day and more days than not, the main story is a tragic story and it's about um, a black, uh, black boy who has done something wrong, what is your thoughts going to be about black boys? If all you see is on movies and stuff, you see that Asian kids always doing well in math, then what is going to be your perception? I can tell you that not all Asian kids do well in math and not all black boys. I can tell you this for a fact, not all black boys and the majority of black boys do not commit crimes, but media Social media, mainstream media, no matter what the media is, they're going to deliver messages to you that you are going to believe. So if you are a young black child and you see the commercials that keep going through and you're seeing all these beauty products and all you see is women that do not look like you, what is your self-esteem going to be like? You have conditioned yourself by simply watching these commercials over and over again. And when you don't see a reflection of yourself, it has you thinking, maybe I'm not pretty. Maybe I don't have the looks like that other demographic. Mainstream media can really uh, tamper on the way you look at conditioning. And it gives you that social conditioning. So now you believe certain things that are simply not true. So you got to cut back on media. You got to come back on social media. And even if you don't cut back, you have to look at things objectively. You have to kind of second guess everything you watch. If you're going to take in the story on, on the news and it's telling you about something that's going on, absolutely. But you got to be conscious about, you know, who they're talking about and when they're talking about it, who opens the news, what the negative stories are about. There's always underlying factors that are going on. So you do have to be conscious about that. Another thing you can do if you want to break your social conditioning, then you have to look at the social science of people, meaning what have people gone through? How do people think? What is their their um, frame of mind? Traveling is a great opportunity to really learn what people are truly about. See, one of the things that I learned years ago, going back years ago, I visited Cuba and you always hear people talking about Cuba, maybe not so much the Americans because Americans don't really travel to Cuba, but the rest of the world does travel to Cuba. They have beautiful beaches, beautiful people there. One of the main um, arguments I've always heard when it comes to traveling to Cuba and going to some of those holiday resorts is that the food is terrible. Everybody talks about how Cuban food is awful. You don't want to go there just for the food. I can tell you, I've been to Cuba twice in my life. And the first time I went, I can attest to that. The food wasn't that good. The second time, again, I went uh, with my wife this time and the food in the resort really wasn't that good. But one day, myself and my wife, we jumped into a cab and we were taken to a restaurant that was off of the resort. It was where the Cuban people hang out and the food was probably the best meal that I've ever had in my life, right? So that's like a minor story in terms of conditioning. But my point is, is that people believe that Cuban food is not good based on what they continue to hear about the resorts. But the resorts, for whatever reason, they're dumbing down that food. Right. Or they're giving you us, uh, the, the, the visitors, a cheaper version of the food. But when you go out off of the resort where the Cuban people are hanging out, man, that food is crazy. It is so good. And, you know, even when I visited Miami some years ago, I went to a Cuban restaurant. And again, the food was fantastic. 
So again, there are so many things that you're able to learn when you start to travel. If you don't have the money to travel, then look around your own community, look around your own neighborhood. There are pockets. Pretty much every major city has a Chinatown. We know this. Every I've been to a lot of major cities in the US. Most major cities have a Chinatown. Go down there. So they don't go to the, the normal fast food Chinese joint. Go down to Chinatown and sit in one of those restaurants where the food is authentic. Start up a conversation with people who work there. See what their thinking is. See why they cook the way they do. Ask them why they act the way they do. There's certain things that you're able to learn by simply speaking to someone that is totally opposite to you. You'll realize that they're not ignorant in their ways, if that's what you're thinking is, but you realize they do certain things differently because of A, B, or C. There's a number of things that they do differently. And if you just take the time out to talk to them, to realize what's going on, to realize maybe what that, that culture has been through, what the people have been through, you'll realize that there's so much that you can learn. Again, same thing with indigenous people, native Indians. If you sit down and you have a conversation, you can really understand where they are coming from with a lot of the things that they talk about. You can understand the, the background of where they're coming from, again, by having a conversation. So traveling is a great opportunity for you to learn. And if you can't travel, go out in your town, go out in your city and seek the information that you're looking for. Right. You really have to go out and find it. There's uh, usually in, in cities, they have a Greek town. Usually in cities, they have an Italian area as well. And again, the food is fantastic. If you go out to some of those areas, if you can't travel, you can't afford to go to Italy, then go to the Italy that's close to you. Go to the Italian town that's close to you, the Greek town, whatever it is in your area. But I'm asking you, go out there and and seek out these people and talk to them so you can learn about what they've been through as a people, what that person has been through as an individual. And again, a great opportunity to eat that food. Right. So go out there and take the action steps to learn. Now, on top of that, it's important for you to find disconfirming evidence. You see, again, when you watch the news, when you watch certain things, even on social media, a lot of the things you see geared to certain demographics. So going back to the example of the news, you're going to see oftentimes um, young black boys leading the news with when it comes to some type of tragic situation. Now, again, as I said before, the majority like I would say 99% of black males do not commit those crimes. So even though the news may show you that, I am telling you it's not true. I'm a young black man as well. It is not true. So what I'm saying to you is rather than sitting back and watching the news and saying to yourself, you know what? Yeah, these guys do it all the time. I'm asking you again to take the action steps to go out there and find disconfirming evidence. Google it. Again, Google the fact that not all Asian kids are great at math. Google the fact that not all black people are drug dealers. Google the fact that not all native Indians um, are addicted to drugs because these these uh, images that they put out there within media are, are most of the times, 98% of the times, not true. They find 1% of that demographic and they push that negativity so the rest of the world will believe that that person is actually doing those negative things. Your job is to find disconfirming evidence, to find information that proves that all the, the things, the mainstream things that are being said are really not true. 
Again, going back to the example, if you are young, a young black woman, a young black girl, and those commercials don't reflect you, then you go on uh, uh, Google and you type in black models. You type in beautiful black women. You type in something that's going to show you disconfirming evidence. That's going to show you that there are, in fact, beautiful models out there who do reflect what you look like. So take the time and to find this disconfirming evidence. And lastly, get to know who you are. Take the time out to become aware of who you are. You have to be conscious. You really have to sit back and say to yourself, what are the, the conditionings that have been put on me? Again, for me, I have recognized, amongst other things, that the financial side of things that has been my downfall. Because I recognized it, I can change it. You have to become aware of your thinking. If you become aware of your thinking and realize that it's been skewed, that you have really no backing to the information that's been portrayed to you, then you have to go out there and, and change it. You have to be able to find something that's going to disprove all the negative thinking that is going on in your head. Get to know who you are. Get to know your inner being, your inner work. Once you find what that is, you are able to change all the negativity and start leading you down the path of becoming who you want to be. All right, good people, listen up. This is the time to change your social thinking. You see, unfortunately, not everybody has your best interests at heart. When you watch the news, when you watch social media, when you watch TV shows, the music you listen to, a lot of those things put messages in your head that are simply not true. You have to dig deep inside and figure out who you are. When you figure out who you are, then you can realize what is correct and what is not. And the thinking that has been put in you from when you were a child, you can start to realize that it is incorrect and you can start changing your path. Don't allow someone else's opinion to change or to make up who you are. Someone else's opinion is none of your business. Your job is to live your life and to live your life to the fullest. And to do that, you need to stop. You need to reprogram the social conditioning that has been put on you so you can realize that you can achieve a lot more than they've been telling you that you can achieve. You gotta be go you gotta actually go out there and become great. And to become great, you have to limit the negativity and get that out of your head and start to build the life that you've always wanted for yourself. You have to cancel, you have to stop, you have to disown that social conditioning and start to condition yourself to believe that you are able to achieve anything that you want in this world. But it starts with you. Stop your social conditioning and go out there and become as great as you can. All right, good people. I will see you at the top of the next episode. Peace.